Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 6th of March and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well let's kick things off with the scores on the doors as usual and a good day on the Dow, a good day actually a good week in the US, with the Dow Jones closing up 387 points, or 1.17 percent, 33,391. I had a high of 402 and a low of up five, so never in negative territory. The Nasdaq closing up nearly two percent, 226 points, 11,689, and the S&P 500 up 1.6 percent, 65 points. 4046, 4046 there. And as you would expect, with all this wonderful positivity coming into the US markets, the volatility index actually fell 6% back down to 18.47. I have to say, reckon that's a big buy there if you feel so inclined. Uh, but certainly that is showing serious complacency, and there is a big, big week coming up for the US. There's some big, big numbers as well coming up for the US. So we did get the SPY futures up 63 points on Friday and Saturday morning, uh, 0.87%, 72.98. So in theory, we are in for a solid day today. Uh, that comes on the back of a 28-point rise on Friday in the ASX 200 as well. So all is forgiven. We're back on track, it appears, at least from the SPY. But we'll wait and see how it all pans out. There's plenty happening this week both here and in the U.S. Looking at some of the U.S. stocks, Apple up 3.5%, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 6.1%, Google up one8 Microsoft up 1.7%, Amazon sprinting ahead up 3%, Tesla 3.6%, everything in the garden was rosy, Netflix up one1 U.S. Bank strong as well, J.P. Morgan up one8 Citigroup up one8 Goldman 2.3, Bank of America up 2, Wells Fargo up 2.3, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 3.6%. Exxon Mobil doing well as well, up 1.3, General Motors up 3.7%. So, US markets going pretty well. This was despite uh, some economic data coming out uh, saying that uh, we had a, um, a slightly more robust US economy than uh, some had been going for. So the US economy still remains in fine shape. Uh, The worries about recession are receding slightly there and the hopes that Raphael Bostic was correct and is going to be correct with only 25 basis points uh, next time out and maybe even a pause come summer. Uh, Certainly been helping the US market and we did see yields in the 10 years come down. Uh, they were down 11.3%, back under 4%. 3.96 was Friday. So some profit taking perhaps uh, there. US two years, 4.863, down only 4.1 basis points. And the Aussie 10 also falling at 3.846. We had uh, Bitcoin taking a big tumble on uh, news of another Bitcoin uh, issue in terms of one of the platforms, one of the, the crypto banks. Uh, that was down 5.2%. The US dollar 
index was down 0.4 of a percent. The Aussie at 67.70 there. Looking at commodities overnight on Friday, we had Brent crude, the oil price going well at the moment, up 1.6%, the WTI price up 2%, 1.57, not bad, gold also having a good night, up nearly point, well up 0.9 of a percent, $16.90, platinum up 1.5%, so not bad there, LME Base metals, though, pretty much anemic, to be quite honest. LME copper up 0.2, nickel up 0.4, aluminium pretty much unchanged, zinc up 0.5, lead down 0.7, and ton pretty much unchanged as well. Iron ore pretty much unchanged, down 0.3%. Coal, though, having a little bit of a tumble. Old King Coal wasn't such a merry old soul, down around 8.1% we have officially in our table. Looking at uh, our mining stocks and mining stocks generally overseas, BHP in ADR terms was up 1.3%. Rio was up nearly 2%, so good moves ahead potentially for them. Freeport McMoran up 2.1%. Alcoa up 3.4%. Tech up 2.4%. Anglo up 1.8%. Glencore up 2.4%. And Arbomile in the lithium space up 36 so going pretty well there in our commodity stock. So that should do uh, pretty good things today for our market. But there are, I guess, some things to consider in our market. And over the weekend, of course, we had the China news coming out in terms of what they were targeting for their GDP, which is now around 5%. There were some analysts and optimists hoping for a target well above that 5%, but it looks like the Chinese are playing a little bit cautious and conservative given they missed by a country mile last year. They also talked about the peaceful reunification of China and Taiwan. As far as I'm knew that the Chinese still considered Taiwan part of China. And why would you need to reunify if it already was part of China? But anyway, semantics, I guess. But uh, the important thing was the 5% GDP target, a little bit light on. Also, don't forget that in our market, there is the twin-edged sword at the moment with many, many companies going ex-dividend on a daily basis. That does knock a few points off our index. But equally, there's $1.4 billion worth of cash, or at least uh, electronic cash, hitting bank accounts this week alone for the dividends that have gone X that are now being paid to shareholders. So that is quite a significant uh, thing. What and where will that cash go? All right, well, looking at the diary ahead, we do have uh, not an awful lot. There's a bit of an inflation gauge number coming out here today and some retail sales. Of course, the main course this week for Aussie investors is the RBA policy meeting tomorrow. 25 basis points is very much the thought uh, and consensus at the moment. And we do get the uh, RBA governor, Phil High, used to be called Low, but I think we should change his name. Uh, the RBA governor, Phil High, is speaking on Wednesday. And just to make matters just a little bit spicier for this week, we do also have some stuff coming out from the US. Jerome Powell heads up to Capitol Hill for his biannual 
uh, grilling on monetary policy. That kicks off on Tuesday US time and uh, finishes on Wednesday. So he's testifying there as well. We've got US job reports on the 10th of March and CPI next week on the 14th of March. So plenty going on this week. We've even got a Bank of Canada policy meeting on Thursday. Who cares about Canada? Well, we should because it is a very similar economy to our own in terms of resource base. Not quite the same resources, but still has a big focus on resources. All right, looking across at some of the company news happening this morning, credit rating agency Fitch has warned coal miners' margins, not their daughters, may take a hit in 2023 on rising costs and falling coal prices. Uh, most of the coal miners use record profit windfalls to repay debt and shower shareholders with dividends. So that is something to bear in mind. Bavura, BVS, the stock code there. Uh, they've been talking to their bankers over the weekend and fund managers as the new CEO, Libby Roy, is pitching a heavy round of cost cuts and organisational change and maybe even raising money there. In broken news, we have got Blue Scope Steel upgraded to a buy from a neutral at Bank of America. Sonic Healthcare upgraded to a buy from neutral at City. Promedicus upgraded to neutral from sell at City. Uh, Bravura has guided to FY23 EBITDA of a loss of 10 to $5 million. Private gu- prior guidance was 10 to $15 million profit. Pact Group, not one we talk about very often, seeking to sell plastic crates pooling business. Brambles obviously has some interest in that space. EDI new interim chairman uh, is meeting with major investors this week following the complete meltdown last week and the exit of the chairman and the CFO. And Sims has commenced a process to sell its 50% shareholding in LMS Energy. Australian Strategic Minerals or Materials ASM CEO Rowena Smith has been appointed as MD. Gallon Lithium has continued drilling at Greenbush's South Lithium Project. Some news out this morning from GQG Partners, often likened to Magellan in some ways. They reported fund under management as at the end of February of $90.8 billion. A month ago, it was $92 billion. And this includes inflows of three. So it does look as if they've done... Um, lost some money uh, in terms of actual performance rather than just money flowing out the door. And small cap company Cash Converters is planning to acquire its UK, what they call its doppelganger, Capital Cash, for up to $24.7 million. And in other news this morning, Qantas looks as if it's hired advisors to find a replacement for CEO Alan Joyce according to the AFR. Nitro says a Ludo takeover has lapsed. Potentia now in the driving seat. That uh, Nitro, which is a software platform, says the $2.15 share bid from Aludo has now lapsed. Potentia now free of conditions and open for immediate acceptance. Their bid is $2.17 uh, for um, Nitro. And... That's about it. Question of the day today. With this deluge of dividends coming down into shareholders' bank accounts, what will you be doing with your dividend checks? Will you be paying, well, one suggested paying off debt, uh, paying off mortgages, but will you be putting it money back into the market to work, leaving it on deposit, or will you be doing something else with your shareholder dividend checks when they arrive in the next few weeks. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.